All right, welcome to episode three of A Jew and a Mexican with myself, Ben Morrison, my pretty degenerate co-host. <laughs> Gonzo. Gonzo's the word. Gonzo. You, Gonzo, yeah. You're yes. Gonzo. My Gonzo co-host, which he just cribbed from the adult film industry, he's Gonzo, and our, uh, our guest this week, Mr. Nick Novicki from... Nicky! From Little Board Nick! From Boardwalk Empire and uh, stand-up stages around the fine world. Nick, say hi. And hey, what's going on? Hey, you actually... Now you When we first started doing stand-up together, yeah. which was back in New York, low, what, six, eight years ago or something like that? Yeah. Um, Maybe longer. I don't even yeah, remember. I think it's like longer. ten years. Ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, are we are we curving for the, the no, crowd say, a little bit? No, about three years ago when we no, started. No, I forgot. I you know I, I lose all sense of time with this business and being in California with no seasons. Like I lose all sense of time. And I was actually just this morning. I was talking to Skylar Stone, and we were talking about how ten years ago was two thousand and two. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So, I mean, like someone that graduated high school in 2002 is now 28 years old. This is how much time goes by. So, yeah, like probably 10 years ago now. I graduated in high school uh, in 97. No, the thing is, Wilson, is that you're just old. You're like a lot older than how us. How did we bring this back to you? How did, how did <laughs> it, everything Wilson, we were talking about, when, what we were talking about is the way. 40 years old. 40. Yes, four zero. That's right. 40 years old. That's right. Old. But this weekend... I was sucking on some 17-year-old titties. So, oh, yeah. you know, wow. so slam dunk there. And I don't mean it so like that, I was... That makes you a really pervy 23-year-old or something. Look, I'm just saying, you know what? 17-year-old titty. <laughs> Not that I actually fooled around. I was doing the little... I motorboated this girl on stage, and it was... And then I found... And then someone was like, she's 17! And I'm like, oh, you need to get off stage right now. <laughs> So whatever, seventies, <laughs> legal in Texas. You so got in trouble right. with the motorboat and on stage a couple times. Couple times, yeah. Some people I, can't handle the truth. Some people can't handle a forty-year-old Mexican motorboating them in front of their family. <laughs> and look, it's never the people on stage that are getting upset about it. <laughs> it's the people in the audience. So one guy, in fact, I remember doing that to a girl in Chicago one time, doing a show with Sam Tripoli, and afterwards, we heard, like, people came running in, and it's like, dude, that girl that you brought on stage, her boyfriend's beating her up in the parking lot. Are you serious? I'm totally serious. That's actually not even... <laughs> like, they called the police, they called the police on the guy. That's not even funny. I know, that's, we that's... start out laughing by, like, oh... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not laughing. Yeah, I know, but that's You awful. cause spousal abuse, and that's like... They weren't married, it's her fault for staying with him. <laughs> Summer, hey, if you're listening, I have no idea him. why you stay with Wilson. You could do so much better. Apparently, that night you two met the other comedian, Max Lance. He's he's very bookish. He was trying to meet you first, <laughs> and you went with the wrong guy. You That's went right. She went with the wrong guy. You went with the absolute. I, hey, wrong can I tell you this? Guy. And I'll say this, and I'll be honest about it. My whole life, I've never been Mr. Right. Never. There's no girl anywhere dreaming of growing up and meeting this guy. The only thing you've ever been right about is how wrong for everyone you actually are. I'm not wrong for everyone. Yes, you, no, you're no, wrong no, for no. yourself. Now listen, let me tell you something. The clubs that let me do what I want to do on stage, I always get standing ovations. So it's really just about having the balls to let me do what I do. Yeah, you know? you're, really, you're the toast of the chuckle hole in Poughkeepsie. Really tearing it up there, man. They're not booking you. <laughs> <clears throat> I guess we live in different worlds, don't we? That's right. Yeah. One where I actually get work, and you, <laughs> where you lie about it. <laughs> sure. sure. So, did you have a good time in Vegas guest starring for my headlining weekend? Was that fun? That was fun, yes. <clears throat> it was a rare opportunity for you to return the favor. That's true. Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> where were you guys at in Vegas? It was at the LA Comedy Club. Uh, LA Comedy Club, we had a really, it's, it's a new comedy club that opened up in Planet Hollywood. Um, and it was a lot of fun, but man, Wilson, I just, God damn, we, I, I stayed at the Imperial Palace, which I'm never, <laughs> I'm never going to do again. They, the best thing is they have dealer tainers. Yeah, they got dealer have tainers. Have you seen this? Have you, this? Right, exactly. Most people never go in this place, and its entrance is even hard to get to off the strip. Like, you see the sign, but you have to go all the way around this, like, through the driveway and everything just, get, just to see the front doors. So it really, it, 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 it doesn't bode well for the place. Anyway, but they have dealer tainers where everyone's dressed up like an entertainer. Like, re, like we met the gal that's the uh, Reba McIntyre dealer tainer. I remember that. I, I went to a, to a place like that. I used to stay at this place, too, uh, off the strip a little bit. 
and it was the cheapest. It, it prided itself on being the cheapest Vegas place. What was it called? Boy. I can't remember the name of it, but it was like $22 a night. You go in there, and there was just this. Was it the Poor Leans? Uh, no, no, no. That was like up. Oh, no. Compared oh, to this. this oh. is like, it's everything's $1. $1 black shop, $1 crap. <laughs> you got guys in there smoking like cigarette holders. It's like being back in time. Man. I didn't know the Dollar Tree had a casino. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, the dollar store. Well, the best part about staying at the Imperial Palace is that for the brochure, they just use the stills from Dateline. <laughs> from to catch a predator. You literally <laughs> walk in the you literally walk in the room and you just can see you can see the next room over where they're setting up the sting operation. <laughs> you can see the <laughs> the guy with the, the microphones the, listening to the, the real two, real. The two Dell monitors next to each other with the little grainy hidden camera, and then you can see like you can see the special agent cop like training the hooker on the exact lingo to use to get the sting sale. <laughs> <clears throat> and it's it you're right it it, it it was one of the cheap ones, and it, it's it's a good value because there's no resort free uh, there's no resort free and uh, hepatitis uh, C is also complimentary. Come standard. Room. Come standard with every room. Well, can I tell you, I, wait a minute. Can I tell you the resort fee thing, right? Okay. Yeah, it's 10 bucks. That's how you know we're comics. We're, we're all like, listen, we don't have to pay the resort fee. It's like <laughs> right, a $10 exactly. factor. I, know, it's much... I mean, it costs, what, $300 for a flight? We're worried about the $10 resort fee. And, and every every other person in Vegas <laughs> is like, oh, the, the suite is $150 a night? That's cheap. Right. And then we, and then all, the, the resort fee covers the internet cost, which most hotels are going to charge charge you 10 bucks for the internet anyway. So, and when I checked into my play, I was at the luxurious Excalibur. Uh, <laughs> which, which is the dirt Burj Khalifa compared to the Imperial Palace, you let guys me tell you. stay together. What, what was this about? Was there a little trouble in paradise? Well, I figured- We if he's booked a, separately. If he's, uh -huh. a, if, he's, if he's away from the missus, he's gonna be doing a prodigious amount of- uh, Of masturbating, exactly. exactly. Well, here's and the I thing is- I can't see that. And I was <laughs> I was masturbating, but I, I would never uh, bother to log on to the internet. It, just, it was go time, and I didn't even bother. I just went to the old spank bank and got the job done. And, uh, <laughs> and the thing is, on the last day, I was like, well, shit, I'm paying for this internet. I better use it. So I went ahead and finally logged on to jerk off one time to get my resort fees worth you, you, uh, of jerk off time. You logged on to log off. But when I walked in the Excalibur, I was, uh, I was like really jealous because, you know, it's like someone from like uh, sword, the, the projects in Baltimore, like actually seeing a, 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 a mild or, suburban home for the first it's time. Or like, it's, like, it's like having no car and being jealous of the guy with the shittiest car on earth. But you're like, hey, at least he's got a car. Yeah, well, no, no. It's like having a car, and at first being happy that you have a car, <laughs> and then realizing Pre you're, your analogy you're actually driving Nick. around. <clears throat> it's like <clears throat> it's like when you go to the movies. There's and, another one. Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> Justin Nick, Cohen. do you have do you have, an, uh, do you have an analogy for this, Nick? Hey, I, of what? I, I don't even know. Of what, what it's like what from it, being like awful to slightly less awful, jealous. Oh yeah, I mean basically being in the, the hotel I was in, where I used to always stay. I mean, it was garbage. Basically, it's, anything it's like, is better. It's, it's like, like the difference. It's like when you go, you go to McDonald's. You're like, oh, this place is nice. You know, <laughs> you know like hanging out, you know, anywhere but this casino. Right. Literally, people were like, oh, we're going on vacation. We're going to the casino. You know. Meanwhile, it's Vegas people going to this dump. You know. It's like the difference between the ha ha at six thirty <laughs> and the ha ha at eight thirty. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's the difference between the Comedy Union at 4 p.m. and the Ha Ha at 10.30. Okay. <laughs> I think we officially exhausted it. One too many. So, hey, what's up, brother? We have uh, Justin Cohen in the, hey, in the studio hey, audience, hey. live studio audience, doing episode three of A Jew and a Mexican. That's right. And uh, our last episode... Uh, had a total of 77 listeners. Yes! Yes! 52 Ooh. of those were day one. So that shows me urgency. That shows fire. exciting. You guys are all fired. Thank you. Although I don't know what we have on... Uh, I, we're also on iTunes, so the only numbers I have are who, who played it from, like, Facebook. Oh, okay. So, so we, it might be as high as 75. We might. I, <laughs> I said 77, didn't I? Oh, I thought you said 72. No, I said 77. Break that three figures, baby. Woo! Okay, sorry. Next episode, we're going over 100, bitches. Don't forget it. Exactly. When we break 100, we're going to throw a fucking Coke party. Okay, so <clears throat> I, having been in Vegas myself for, uh, what was it, four nights and five days, I just, I, you know, driving home That's was, I was sweating vodka. I was the there for home. a month. Yeah, my, that was my question. Wilson was there. He was doing a show called Cato Kalen and Friends, and Wilson was the and Friends. It and, was Kato uh, Kalin and the Hollywood guest stars. And the Hollywood guest stars. Oh yeah, <clears throat> and this is really what funny. Was this? It was. Uh, it was in Will July of last year. It was Kato Kalin was the quote unquote headliner because you know he's a nationally touring headlining comedian, 
And it was uh, Wilson, and it was uh, Jeff Richards. No, 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 no. He was the host. He was the all-star host. And then it was a two-headliner show. No, I'm going to tell Richards. him about the, uh, the the press release that got sent out while we... Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It was... Cato Kalen was hosting. It was, I, I, it was I, Wilson and Jeff God. Richards. And they were doing a whole month in Vegas. And Wilson, you know, being the booking empresario he is, did all the uh, all the promotional copy. Okay, before let the me event. explain that. I am talking. Okay. So Wilson, before the event, was just doing funny press stuff, and he's like, you know, come see Kato Funny Kalen. emails. Was, it was funny emails. Fine, he was doing funny emails. He was things. like, come and see the guy that uh, was there when OJ killed someone. And Greg Wilson and Jeff Richards, two people who try as they might, just can't get famous ever. Oh, yeah, and Jeff Richards, the only man to be on Mad TV and SNL and still not have a career. And that was his funny email. So... Wilson it was and supposed I, to be self-deprecating, and what I said was, if I, I may clarify, talking. Let so, me clarify. No, you can't clarify. Jeez. You always interrupt me. So we were in South Carolina shooting. We were in South Carolina shooting an episode of Mr. Personalities. It Coming like a, never to it HDNet. Was a, it'll be on. <laughs> I have inside information. It's going to be on. I got you on TV first. Um, God damn it! You really did. I didn't did. You? I did. Right, I we're not you. getting I snatched sidetracked. victory we'll, we'll out of Jaws defeat. We'll talk about that in a second. So we're anyway. We're in South Carolina. Wilson is literally about to leave to begin his entire weekend. And he starts getting these emails. And I just see him look at his phone. And he's like, oh, man. Uh, this is not good. Uh, I mean, uh, oh, this is really not good. So apparently the, uh, the press agent they hired or who the Orleans had hired found Wilson's promotional email and put out that email calling them all like degenerates and people whose careers never took off. As the press release. As the press release. So we start searching. <laughs> as the I, as the promotional, like, yeah. hey, come see this show with these jackasses who managed to foul up everything yeah. they've ever touched. Although, although my, my, you, what did Richards? What, what did Richards say? Was he like? He was furious. That's like I got. It started because yeah. I got a phone a, a, a phone call from Richards. He's like, hey, uh, I don't know if you've seen the press release, but it's really insulting. And then I, so then I go and look at one of the the press pieces that was done, and it quoted this what was supposed to be a funny, uh, self-deprecating email. It quoted it like, this is what we want people to think of us. It basically said, don't come to this show. <laughs> you have so many better options. Totally. And I break These out, I break out my phone. These guys have blown every opportunity oh, ever oh, given. I broke out my phone and just, I broke out my phone and just searched for like Vegas and Cato or Orleans. And it's literally like, Las Vegas night, like everyone has picked up on this because it's just so funny that these people are saying that their show is horrible <laughs> and they're not talented and you shouldn't. Although, remember, remember when I did that pack the room though? Did that work? Uh, was it bad press is good press? Yeah, was that was that bad press good for the show? It was not good for the show. <laughs> It, it, we we it literally packed, played to dozens it all packed, month it long. It packed the room with absence. That's <laughs> that's what. And you were out there for four weekends. Four weekends in uh, a row. How the hell did you manage four weekends? You Vegas? know, the key was to not uh, leave the hotel room too often. <laughs> did you stay at the hotel? I did. I stayed at the Porleans, which well, they that those did hotel rooms. Did you do rooms, it with a Cajun accent though? No. Uh, <laughs> hey, oh, the, the or- hey now, hey now, hey. The Orleans, the, the Orleans actually, the Orleans actually does resemble New Orleans just circa four years ago. Yeah, it's yeah exactly when it was sunk by Katrina, <laughs> when it was mostly underwater. That's what it resembles. It's so bad. There weren't even you, there weren't even hookers at the bar. You know, like hookers have they were abandoned. They're all on the show. They were, <laughs> 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 the few that came were so. Uh, it was not, it just wasn't... And did you uh, say that Cato has kind of a gambling thing? Cato does like to gamble. Cato uh-huh. does like to gamble. And no, with, with money. And uh, and so Cato was fine. Cato was loving it. And the funny thing was, like, you know, he was selling shirts like hotcakes. Everybody wanted the Cato Kalen shirt. What did the and you could say? literally, he would literally take that money and immediately return it to the casino. What, what, what was on the shirt? Uh, I spent the, uh, Cato Kalen spent the night on my couch and I survived. Yeah. And I lived or and I lived to and I lived to and I lived to tell about it. Didn't you say that, uh, like that you were selling DVDs? You and Richards brought like all these DVDs or CDs, or whatever. Didn't sell yes. any of them. We would sell nothing. Like then, everyone would come up and wanted and like like you guys were great. Pictures with Kato, we'll buy your shirts. Like they it was all about Kato. And then people you said go that crazy over. They went crazy they with go, Kato. Even people are like, you know Kato Kit no matter what. Doesn't I'm telling matter you, how it, big it anybody, is, you know, and they're bizarre. like, you know him? It's then, bizarre. And then the one time someone... I love act- the guy, though. He's, He's the nicest yeah, guy in the universe. Really the one time someone actually buys Wilson's DVD, they then see the Cato shirt, and then and they, they were tried like, to return, return it? the and Kato DVD. was like, sure. And Wilson's like, no, motherfucker. This totally. is the one DVD Kato literally was like, sure, and like took the DVD back from them and like started making them the shirt and gave them the shirt. And I was like, Cato... 
You can't refund my merchandise. Okay? Well, basically, what he you did. You can refund your own. You're not refunding mine. He took your DVD and said, hey, uh, is there any way you could have Cato sign this? Totally. Uh, it was so bad. It was so bad. They wanted nothing to do with me and Jeff. It was all Cato. Jeff finally was like, he started like attacking the audience with his DVDs before they could get to Cato. Who closed the show? I closed the show. But so, but Jeff just started standing like before they could get to Cato. He would stand in front and be like, "Buy the DVD," and he would put it in their hands, and then they would just give him money. And he actually ended up selling a bunch of them that way. Hmm. But I sold, I think I sold three DVDs all weekend, all month <laughs> to Cato. To Cato, Cato literally, I think he went through two hundred shirts he sold. Wow. And, and how much of that did he did he piss away at the craps table? All of it. <laughs> I don't know if you missed all, but I mean that's what I mean that's what he loves gambling, and so he would just he would take the merch money and go straight to the table and see how long it would last. Although, and well, some nights it would last till like six, seven in the morning. He's well, not a bad gambler. He just does it a lot. That's that's a bad gambler. No, that's the best kind of gambler. That's the person they want in there. Yeah, that's exactly the person. <laughs> Although your promotion may have been bad. Remember when I played uh, the the showroom at South Point? Oh, and the poster. Oh, wait, this is the <laughs> king fuck up of all PR opportunity. Now I can let me tell yours now. Then. Right. Let me tell this one, okay? Okay. <laughs> Ben Morrison, he's like, I'm headlining at the South Point Casino. Hollywood. Okay? And, and I'm like, I was, I was, I was, they literally, you drive, you're driving down 15 you're driving in down, and you yes. see South Point. Now, like, here's the thing, wait, here. wait, I get to say it. So going in, South Point has, it's the first huge, big lit up sign that you see in Vegas. And they have a huge screen and they put the big names on it. Okay? <laughs> and everything is nice and big and bright. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> but Morrison, for some reason, in the pics that he sent f to give them to choose from, included a picture where his hands are covering his face. Everything except his eyes. Okay? <laughs> so it's like Wilson on, on, uh, on, the t on Home Improvement. Like, you cannot tell who the fuck this is. Okay? And then he somehow, the, they designed the promo so that in huge words it said, live! And then in tiny lettering it said, Ben Morrison. <laughs> so there was this huge sign where you had absolutely, you could not tell it was Ben. It was there on was, There was Boulevard anyone, it was on, on the highway heading into Vegas. So, I mean, it was this huge sign and all you thought was there was a, a head of curly hair performing and his name was Live. And it was the single worst presentation. Yeah, here it, is, here it, is. it was the single worst presentation <laughs> ever. So then Ben I is going like around. That. But I Ben's think going around the hotel and nobody recognizes him. Like he couldn't cash that in for ass all weekend long. Well, like, nobody had to. He would have to put his hands over his face to try and convince girls that it was him. <laughs> was there was there a big sign up at the hotel too, or just yes, on the highway? Yes, they had signs Because if you're like, you saw me, I was the guy in the highway. Yeah. <laughs> and then, right, and they just nobody believed him, and he got no, like nobody recognized him. You don't recognize he was me? The Do you recognize me now? The of a huge. You know, fifty foot high sign well, ever. The, the smallest visual elements in the poster were my name and my actual face. Yeah. Half of that was obscured by my hand. Well, most of that was it. It was like an. It's like one eye. Go to Google and search for Ben Morrison South Point. You, you can see exactly what we're talking about. In fairness to their promotional campaign, you do have a nice pair of hands. I do. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they probably thought I was like. They probably thought I was like some shadow artist, like Julie Taymor. Like it was like, like a lion, <laughs> a Lion King thing. It was. It really was. It was so funny. You couldn't see his name or his face. Yeah, I gotta start. You gotta start giant, somewhere. In this giant ad for whatever. Him. You're forty. <laughs> that's right, I'm 40. So when are you going to hit SNL? And Wilson? I'm 40, and I won our contest. When, uh, God damn it. You, you ben and did. I, we made a bet a long time ago <laughs> over which one of us could get the other on TV first. Because <laughs> we were convinced one of us would get a TV deal and use it to help the other. <laughs> so it was whichever one would get it done first. This was our bet. Now... Ben got me on his show, Mr. Personalities, first. I got a TV deal first. Yeah, he got a TV deal, and he brought me on, and I ended up being the head writer, and we, uh, and I got to co-star on it and was the narrator for it. And we shot six whole six, episodes. We shot six so episodes. We had a lot of fun and worked our ass off on uh, it. Now, in that same time, now, I, I, I have a great relationship over at Entertainment Studios, Byron Allen's company, and I was head writer on Comics Unleashed. <laughs> and so they, they created a new series called Who Wants to Date a Comedian? And I recommended Ben for that series, okay? 
And so it's a syndication. I have I have the DVD of the it, episode. It's in twenty two. It's in twenty two markets. Twenty two out what of it, like one hundred and eighty six. What did Peter so Kowski say? He's like, it's in ten percent of American households, dude. Yeah. So it didn't it didn't syndicate as well as they thought it was going to, but still, it did make it on television. Did broadcast. Yeah. And because people actually all the time they're like, dude, I saw your thing. It was hilarious. Yeah. So people have seen it. Um, but Ben, so Ben, during the time that we're making this show, right after we finish that, I get Ben an and episode Mr. of the other show. Oh, I said that Mr. Personalities was, in, was supposed to debut in what, October? October. October. But it has yet to air. Right. And so, but yet, the Who Wants to Date a Comedian aired almost immediately. And so I ended up winning the bet of getting him on television first. Ha ha! Ha ha! Because 40-year-olds get it done, motherfucker. Yeah, 40-year-olds get it done. <laughs> really? 32-year-olds get, get shelved. 32-year-olds <laughs> get... Buy my new DVD for Pain in the Butt. Um, you can get it on my... All right, website. easy, okay. So At uh, least your face At least your face is showing on that one. It, my face... Actually, no, Pain in the Butt is just a photo of a toilet bowl Oh, smiling. that's right. So it's, your face isn't even on that. No. You're wasting no. your best asset. It's a niche market for that one, that's for sure. No, my best asset's front and, front and center and all, and all, all other applicable projects, my friend. Yeah. So I want to talk about um, uh, Lana Del Rey, who was a musical guest this week on SNL, who was getting flamed, flamed online for a performance. Um, and she's a um, she's a singer. She has a but a, she's a YouTube singer. Well, she is a singer who has a two song EP. The songs are Video Games and Blue Jeans. Both songs of which I will say I really like. They're kind of really like slow bluesy songs. I think the songs are great, and her, her singing is really fantastic. The YouTube videos weren't even her like singing in her bedroom. They're kind of artsy, um, you know, old '70s film cut with. You know, uh, you know, Instagrammy type shots of her. So it's not even her performing; it's an actual music video. And video games got 20 million views on YouTube, and then she became the first um, musical guest on SNL to ever get booked without really even an album release or even an EP release. She just has two YouTube videos, and uh, they're she's getting flamed online. They're calling her one of the worst guests in uh, SNL history because the song "Video Games" is is very slow. It's 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 a very slow ballad. And in the SNL performance, she just kind of stands there and kind of weaves back and forth the whole time. She doesn't really move. She plays with her hair, too. I love it. She pushes it back. She brings it forward. Yeah. She pushes it back. She brings it forward. I'm not joking. She brought her hair back and forth at least 20 times. But what do you want her to do? You want her to do some kind well, of crazy see, dance? But, or well, she's going back and forth, just if spanking she, her well, ass in the middle of the song? Actually, if she'd actually spent any real time on a craft out and performing in front of live audiences, she might actually be comfortable on stage. And I think this, this is very analogous to this idea of the YouTube comedian. Yeah. Because you don't go see a YouTube comedian live because because they don't know what to do live. All they can do is make these little videos. And that's the difference. This YouTube thing is not translating to live performance well at all. Because the reality is live performance is very hard and it takes a lot more dedication and time to master than making a little two-minute YouTube clip. Now, how old is this chick, too? Is she crazy young? Like, uh... No, no, I think she... I don't know. I think she's in her 20s. Oh, okay. You know? She's older than them titties I was sucking on and dad. I was, woo, what? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, what's the difference between that and with Ashley Simpson? She bombed on right, there, you same know? Thing, she, same but she'd been on the road doing it, you know? She you was know? on, she was doing, you know, she, Mississippi well, again, and Cleveland, again, all that over was the a technical place. glitch. That wasn't a, a remark against her ability to perform yeah. in front of the cameras or in front of an audience. It was a mark, it was a technical glitch. It was a mark against the fact that, you know, she was lip syncing, which everyone was at that time. But regardless, though, of how and many. And it did sink her career. I mean, yeah, yeah, I how know. many hits did she have after that? Donut, my friend. Yeah, you're right about that. That kind of like delegitimized her as a, as an up and coming pop star. Totally, that was it. She was done after that. So I mean, there was some impact. To Although, it. you know, I will say this about Ashley Simpson. Initially, when she got all that plastic surgery, it was like one of those big Hollywood outcries. But I gotta say, it looks really good on her, man. And she's single again. Oh yeah, she and Pete Wentz broke up. Well, I mean, yeah. Who didn't see that one coming? Katy yeah. Perry and Russell Brand broke up. There's those. Although I heard, I heard uh, the folks. Want to try and hook her up with Tim Tebow? That's what I heard. Well, of course, they're evangelical. That would be their like match made in heaven. Right. Everybody wants Tim Tebow. You know, everybody wants their their daughter with Tim Tebow. Yeah, this except the except, except that this the Denver, is Katy Perry. Except the Denver playoff fans. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I Are you kidding gr- me? He, please, Denver's going to need a second Christmas to celebrate <laughs> the birth of Tebow, okay? Yeah. He yeah. won a playoff game. He did more than they than anybody else has done in a long, long time. So. And they just play that. I kissed the girl, and I liked it after he throws, you know, the touchdown. <laughs> I actually did think Katy Perry and Russell Brand were, were going to make it. They were kind of my what? hope for the oh showbiz. I did. You know, I read. I read. I read. <laughs> no, why, are I, you, why are you even talking about yeah. it? I'm sorry about it. I'm, I'm just a funny. Fan. I'm a fan of Russell Brand. I like what he's done. I find it very I've interesting. I've never been. I'm a fan of his film work, not of his stand-up. Yeah. His stand-up is a little foppish and very British. But I read his uh, his autobiography just because the stories in there are ridiculous. That guy really was a prodigious heroin user. Yeah. Um, and his writing's really good, actually. It's actually pretty entertaining. It's called My Bookie Wook. But anyway, in the beginning of it, he had a really, you know, kind of touching forward. He goes uh, to Katie, this is my past, you are my future. Basically being like, yeah, I'm talking pretty honestly, but how I was a sex addict and heroin junkie, and I love you, and we'll make it work. And I, you know, I was like, you know what, that 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 makes See, me feel Katie, good. Katy Perry's mistake was that she tried to go for the bad boy that wasn't a bad boy anymore. She was trying to have her cake and eat it too. Not only is he not, she a wanted bad the boy, bad boy experience, he's, but he isn't a bad boy anymore. He's so, it so be fine. He's so sober that he doesn't he doesn't go out. He doesn't drink. He stays in, at we'll home. We'll see how long that lasts now that he's divorced. No, he's been sober. I mean, the dude almost died. I mean, this, right. the, bo- the book is pretty incredible. If you just want to read a great, like, You almost- know, but getting sober doesn't necessarily make you stop being a bad boy. You know? You know what surprised me, but what was that movie that he did, uh, Get Him to the Greek? That had, yeah. like, that, that had some really sort of, like, you know, moments where you're like, wow, they, they're really going into this, huh? Where I'm good. This coffee has literally cocaine in it. Speaking of being sober, Ben Morrison <laughs> puts when I made the crack cocaine in coffee. I was like, why am have I? You ever why done, am I chattering right have now? Have you ever done cocaine, Nick? No, no. I'm pretty. Uh, I'm for you know, I'm pretty laid back. I just, like to you sell pot out of an ice cream truck, right? Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> it's in your stand-up routine, dude. Hey, hey, hey! This is no. There are no secrets here. <laughs> so let's talk about why you won't take on Brad Williams. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so you see how long he's. Brad Williams been thinking about this, saying it for about what a half an hour. We're sitting here. He's like, all right, what well, point? How many right. more things? How like, many Katy Perry references do we need to bring in? Tell, tell them about Stand Up Smackdown first. And okay, what? so I do this show, this amazing show called the Stand Up Smackdown, which we're developing for television now. This is amazing show. Is, I mean, you got to admit, it is the best comedy show you've ever been to. I mean, it's just more entertaining than going to a regular stand-up show. Seeing seeing the the bald vagina on stage was something I've never seen before. Go to my website and you'll see that. This it happened during the SmackDown. TheGregWilson.tv. The and the, what I'm talking Dot about TV. is right on the front page. Yeah, it's the ma- first video you see. Getting, without getting sidetracked, a, a, a rambunctious uh, drunk chick in the audience was fucking with, with Wilson, and he challenged her to come on stage, drop trow, and show everyone her vagina, and she did just that, and the audience went bananas. And she Where gave me this? a lot of good ha-ha. material. Yeah. Anyway, but the stand-up SmackDown is what? So it's this comedy battle show where comedians battle each other, and it's not like a snaps contest, and there are no judges. It's all by audience applause. So it's really just whoever wins the audience. So it's you, one comedian versus the other. And I'm always trying to put together great matchups, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, and so what I've been trying to do is get uh, Nick Novicki, who you, you used to go by Little Nick. Used to be. I never went yes, by Little Nick. Did. People call. Yes, you, know, you never you go did. by that. It's like, hey, didn't you used to go by Shitface? No, no fucking no, people. You I never went by. On, uh, it said it on lineups all over New York. I, Wilson, Wilson, he never went by Little I Nick. I never went by Little Nick. You went by Little Nick. Little Nick is a fucking Adam Sandler movie, yeah. you dickhead. I never went it by Little Nick. You I did? never went I by Little Nick. I even had your phone as Little Nick. I will tell you, my actual stage name when I started was even more embarrassing. But Little Nick is what. Tell me. Little Nick is what everyone. What was it? What was it? I went by, this is off the advice. This is, I started doing stand up when I was 18, you know. My my stage name was Nikki Tall. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so for anyone. Oh, yeah, my headshot, my first ever headshot. It's a oh. picture. It's, it goes Nikki Tall, and, and right below it's a meet. I got my my arms folded, and right below that there's a little caption that says, "Don't let the name fool you." <laughs> oh my God, okay, that okay. is better than anything I could have thought. Of. <laughs> okay. That for, is so great. For, for anyone who's listening who doesn't know this, Nick is a little person, and he's one of the best comedians that I know. 
He is, however, a little person, so that's what... Really, Nikki Tall, why the hell would you do that? Dude, I think that is hysterical. And you're so sensitive about that type of thing. That seems like well, you, like... I was 18, okay? And at that time, I knew nothing about anything, uh, you know, you, entertainment. You, you and, and somebody... Yet. And I was doing the black circuit. I was only doing, I was only doing like, Def Jam things. So I would come out there. It was like, I, would do, I was doing theaters, like, three months into my act. Dude, let you know? me and tell I, you and something. And it was like, Nikki Tall! And I'd come out, I had a rap, I had a rap about being little, you know? Do the rap. Do as much as you can remember. I, do it right now. I don't even. Rem I don't even remember. It's like <sighs> I don't remember. I don't even remember it. I don't. Yes, remember. Do it. Don't lie. Yes, you do. Don't stop yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Nikki, I don't remember. Come you, on, you, do it, do I just want to see how long he's gonna keep going. I, I literally do not remember. I was like. So, uh, give me a minute. Give I'm going to try to think. Okay, wait, give me a minute. Okay. I'm going to try to think about it. Okay, you think about it, and I'm going to explain the show, and then I want you to explain it. And when you come on the show, it's going to be as Nikki Tall. So <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But anyways, so I've been trying to set up this, what I call the Mighty Mini Matchdown, which would be, which would be it's, it's Nick Novicki versus Brad Williams, who is another little person that does comedy. And in stand-up, you're the only two. So there really isn't any other match I can make except for that one. And so I've been asking Nick to do this for years because I started doing these back in New York in 2004. And I think it was one of the earliest ones I asked him to do in LA and he refuses to do it. Does not want to take on Brad Williams. And, and I don't know if it's if it's the Mighty Mini Matchdown theme or if it's because he's afraid Brad's going to beat him or if it's just... You, you see how he just tries to instigate <laughs> you? You see how he's trying to instigate? I'm afraid that Brad's going to beat him. I would personally know? love to see Brad Williams versus Nikki Tall. Right? I want you to rap too. Well, I, you, first okay. of all, uh, I, I, I think the first line was, "I'm just a little man trying to keep it real," but but I don't remember the rest of it. Oh, that's so good! Oh, don't tease me like that. Was it. Is there a video on YouTube anywhere? No, this is like before. This, this is like before YouTube. Way before YouTube. I fucking started. You know. Wow. This is you know 2000, 2000, 2001. Okay. I started, and it's uh. You know, at that time, you know, you're, you're, you're worse. I had VHS. My first stand-up is VHS. Oh, oh mine. I have you tons know, I, of VHS. I, and and they, none of them work anymore. Yeah. It's like I have, you know, the first TV appearance I ever did, I was on the Sally Jesse Raphael show no. for the Dorf dating game. All right? I'm, no. I'm 18 years old. Wait a minute. Competing so with my little buddy. I'm you, competing with, with this girl. I, I We go over. You're willing to do a Dwarf dating when game? When I was 18. you're not willing to do a Mighty Mini okay. Matchdown? I'm 29 now. All right? This is when I was 18. First of all, exactly, right. you'd be good now. Okay, well, easy. Let's get back to. You want to hear about this the show? Yes. So I'm on the I'm on the show, and basically it's I'm competing against all my little people friends. You know, my, my uh, best friend, and we're competing for this girl, and I'm doing everything. I'm I'm wooing her. Basically, I win the girl. Okay, mm -hmm. so the girl's like, you know, that she's making an introduction. Okay, and I want because the her friend is the one that chooses. Mm -hmm. You know, who right? She Which wants one her she goes date. with? Yeah. So she chooses me, and I'm up there on national TV now, and I'm like, oh, I I accept. And the girl comes out, and she goes, uh, I don't want to be with Nick. <laughs> I want to no. be with, boom, there's a guy next backstage, a little guy backstage who's just hanging out at the crafty table, all right? And she just randomly selects this guy, and she's like, I want to be with him. I'm like, how did this turn to Jerry Springer? What? I didn't even know we could just pick random people and decide <laughs> that that's who you want to be with. So, <laughs> oh so we do it. Oh, everyone, why everyone, would she agree? Everyone in the crowd goes, what? What happened? What? I can't believe it. I'm standing here just furious. My face is bright red. I'm staring at her. I'm like, what? So Sally now has got my back. Sally Jesse Raphael is like, this is, you can't do it. That's bullshit. So there's a, uh, you know, basically they edit it so that they make it reshoot it where it's like me and her holding, you know. So it's just a weird, awkward shot where they edit out the whole thing where I don't choose Nick where she's like, I, and she's got this crazy face. And it just ends with and me and her. No! So my so my original no! so my original so my so my my VHS which doesn't work anymore has my stand up which included that me on the Wait, dating door dating that game. VHS. Wait, I will get it to work. When you say it doesn't work anymore. What? You, you have the you have the tape, right? I have the tape, but it, it, it can be salvaged. Yes, no, all no, you no, need is got it. It won't turn on. No, no, you got to put a pen down in that little hole and then turn the screw of the thing to tighten up the tape. It no, won't, it won't work. I, I swear to God, I'll bring it to like a video restoration house. Totally. I've got to we see. We will get this played. We I've must have to, this. I've got to see Nikki Tall not get picked on Sally Jesse Raphael. 
Or I've got this thing. And I need the rap. We got to have that rap. We got to post we it for our, for our 78 listeners. Okay, so as long, <laughs> as long as we have Nikki Tall here in the audience, I'm sorry, I'll stop calling you that. I do want to talk the about. The funny thing is, there's a couple comics, you know, with like uh, Big J and a couple people that knew me from Philly. I started in Philly. Right. That just, that, that, that's it. They would only call me Nikki Tall. And still now, they're we'll like, never they're let like it go, yo, yeah. Nikki Tall. And people would be like, dude, that's well, call him, fucked up. Call Why him you calling that? Why, why would you call him Nikki Tall? And I'm like, yeah, that is kind of fucked that up. Is, you know? yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to admit that, you know? We'll just call him Big J because he tried to drop the big. He's just Jay Okerson now. Wait, he really is? He's not Big J anymore? He's not Big J anymore. He's he, just Did Jay he lose weight? No. I, you cannot lose weight and drop yeah, the everybody big. Everybody still calls him Big J. Big J, know? J totally. Yeah. Yeah. So just luckily, like, I didn't bring that name with me to New York. You know? Yeah. So, so how, how do you start Nick. calling me Lil Nick? Nick I, Nikki yeah. Tall died in Philly? Is that what I you're saw saying? it on a number of the, the, well, the various people, lineups, Lil Nick. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. So I thought that was your stage handle. Wait, wait L nope. Lil as an L I L apostrophe, like Lil Wayne yes. or Little. Lil. 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 Lil Nick. Lil, Lil yes. Nick. Maybe I don't know. It it could have been. I, had, I think there was a Lil G <laughs> out there, and I was at trying to compete him. At least it ain't Nikita. <laughs> Nikital, don't let the name fool you. Don't let the name fool you. God, that's. I want more of this rap. I'm just a guy trying to keep it real. I just want more. I think there was something about like hitting somebody in the knee or something. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what it was. I think I can remember every single bit I ever wrote. Like even back to the stuff that never got recorded in any way, like the first set. You know. What okay. Was, what's your first joke? What was what was your what was your very first set ever? Okay. Well, my very first set I used to do back in Dallas. The first joke, and it's funny this came up. The first joke I ever wrote, or that I thought was stand-up like material, was in the seventh grade, and I did a routine for a friend of mine about the toilet paper in the bathroom at school. How it had the lock on it, so you only get one square at a time. And you could never get enough squares, and then it was so thin your finger would poke through it, and you'd get shit on your finger. <laughs> Okay, right. Of course, your first routine would involve shit right. on your finger. And, and, but it murdered in the seventh grade, eighth grade. Murdered. Everyone was, was dying. Well, here's the funny thing. I'm at the Laugh Factory, you know, when I first moved to L.A., and Joe Coy does a routine about not being able to get off enough toilet paper, and then your finger poking through, and you're getting doo-doo on Are you saying Joe Coy ripped you off in the seventh yeah. grade? I, I'm is saying, saying Joe Coy is doing material I thought of in the seventh grade. <laughs> That's very funny, Wilson. So what was your, what was your first setup, your first show? My first show, um, let me think. I remember doing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers routine. I did the butt fuck joke. Where was your first show? It was at The Point. It was T this place called TR's Point. It was a bar in Dallas that okay. hired me to do a one-month run. I had been, I mean, I'd done it a little bit at the, 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 uh, the, the I'll tell you the first joke I ever wrote. I was like, um, you probably can't tell, but I'm but from the name Greg Wilson, but I'm Mexican. No, it's true. I'm from a huge family, and my mother just serves my dad, and we all just kind of mooch to the left. That was my big... <laughs> <laughs> and that's, and, and that's how it went over that night, baby. But that was the first joke. That was the first one I did the first time I did stand-up. Yeah. Was that joke. Did you always mooching know, did, to the left. Did you always know you wanted to be a stand-up? No, I mean, for me, I, is this to Nick or is this to me? To you. Oh, to me. Well, no, it, I wanted to be a serious actor. Like me a too. That's why we're like friends. Like a Shakespearean. That's I was Shakespearean That's trained. why we're friends. I was going to NYU's theater school when I got drunk and began doing stand-up yeah. accidentally. I did it. and It was one of those things where I was. no one was casting me in any of the real roles. I would never get any leads. It was all just the funny little, you know, one, two-seater guy. Really? And you never got Macbeth? Yes. Never, never got Hamlet. <laughs> never got, you know, never even got Falstaff. So uh, they, well, I wasn't old enough at that point. At this point, I'm 18 years old. And everyone was always like, you're so funny, you should be a comedian. You're so funny, you should be a comedian. You're so funny. And so finally, I was like, fuck it, I guess I should be a comedian. I mean, everyone keeps saying it. I guess that's what I should do. And I always kind of had that comedian cadence to my speech pattern. And so it just, you know, it was just kind of a natural progression. Although I did try and do two different two-man acts before I went solo, because I knew if I went solo, it was going to be filthy. I knew it. That's kind of jokes I liked. That if I, if there was no one there to say you, no, you yeah. chose wisely. And that's what I was gonna do. But so I tried two different two man acts to be more sketchy and clean. One was Greg and Linz, and one was Greg and Greg. And, <laughs> and they both flopped. And then I was like, I guess it's time to go solo. And that's and then the really dirty material started happening. 
So is that why we're such good friends, is that you and I are like, uh, we see subconsciously eye to eye on the amazing amount of wasted potential in our Absolutely. life? Absolutely. <laughs> because I, I was planning on being the star of star, Broadway star. I never intended to ever be friends with someone like you, let alone... Hey, that's what I want to do. I want to do uh, the Shakespeare in the Park and yeah. in Central Park and yeah. and play Shylock. And, now, you're and doing, now you're doing shit jokes at the underground. Like, not <laughs> shit and dick. Ah. <laughs> ah. At the ha-ha. I didn't even I didn't even realize I had booked my first comedy show. I was going out with that chick Sanda when I was going to NYU, and mm -hmm. she was like the Serbian girl that uh, would flash herself to all my friends. She was insane. God, you got you love it and hate I it, right? It. I love and it. And at one point, it. at first it's hilarious, then it's like, could you just put your shit away? Yeah, at like... first it was kind of hot, but then I began hyperventilating because I couldn't handle it. I was like 20 years old. And I she dated was a like, girl that would do that every time she was on coke. Really. But that was also when we'd have the best sex, so it was kind of a catch-22. Yeah. Oh, God, I love it. I Did love women with problems. Boston? No, it was uh, stand-up New York. But the story is that I was going out with a bunch of friends one night in Alphabet City. Sonda was getting drunk. She was sticking ice down everyone's pants, and I, that's when I really began hyperventilating. Boy, no shit, what a whore, And huh? then she was flashing her She's probably trying to go get it, And too. then, and then we, we, we all roll out of this bar. Everyone's wasted. I'm hyperventilating at this point. And then my buddy, Brian Saka, who's, he writes for the MTV Awards, and he's in a, a comedy duo called okay, Pete, Pete okay, and Brian. got it. But uh, he comes out, and he's wasted. So Sonda comes out of the bar, and she stands on a stoop in, on, a, on a Tompkins Square Park North, and she just yells to the night sky, Who wants to see my pussy? 20 people go, me! And she fucking drops trow and just stands there, spread open, freshly waxed. And I, I begin hyperventilating. And then my buddy Brian, who That's was That's why wasted, I love New York right there. That is why I love then, New York. And then my buddy Brian. <laughs> she's, she's in Serbia. She's in Serbia. And then my buddy Brian, who's my buddy Brian, who's wasted, he's like, who wants to see my dick? And he drops his pants. Nobody clapped. No, but she'd been sticking ice down his pants the whole time, so it was fucking tiny. He's like, oh, the ice made it cold. I got to stretch it out. So he starts, like, yanking on it because it was, it was minuscule. And then we all roll around a corner to a bar that was empty and my friend was bartending at. And then Sonda went to the jukebox, began uh, dancing around, which meant she was going to flash everyone. I went to the bar. I didn't want to watch it anymore. There was one person sitting next to me. My friend Meredith was bartending. I began to black out at that point. The person sitting next to me was a booker for pre-shows at Stand Up New York. Meredith knew I wanted to try Stand Up, lied, said I had done it. I blacked out, woke up uh, in the bathroom uh, having booked a stand-up comedy gig on Sunday. And that's how I began doing it. There you go. Fourth of July weekend, 2000. And somehow you got addicted to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. And what happened to Sonda? She... Like that night. Oh, she made it home. She was a fucking... Eastern European people don't... Their lives are very she different. She made it home after sucking a few guys off in the bathroom. Their lives the are very driver. different. What are you doing in Serbia right now? That's where she's from. She's Serbian. I think she's... She's Serbian. fucking pasting limbs onto people. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's... She's gathering herbs for her rock enclave. Yeah, she's trying to... <laughs> She's trying to reconstruct their past. Yeah, she's a sweetheart. We we uh, I, I message with her every couple of years on Facebook. You know? But you know what? That's that that was New York. That was the beauty about New York was girls like that, the runaway train going wild. Yeah. All you had to do was get in their path and let them run runaway you over. Runaway train going off the track. Make the wrong decisions in my lap. Oh yeah, baby. And let me yeah, tell you, I lived for it. Yeah. Every night I lived for it. Every night. Yeah. You have, you have, what, what, what's a good self-destructive relationship you've had in New York, Nicholas? Oh man, I've I've had a couple. I've had a couple in in New York. You know, Eddie Ift likes to tell a story about uh, getting a girl to go into you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it, uh, you know, you, you end up with a bunch of just crazy, you know, relationships with New York. It's just, you know, somebody you just meet, and you know, it's just it's a different. Time Have you had there. girls like just want to be freaky with you, like just want to a little I mean, bit or no? Yes and no, not really. You know, no. more more. I've been more of the relationship guy, or you know, I get lucky here and there, but you know, more of that. You know, yeah, it's boring. I, Wilson, insane. what are you really? Little people you? aren't it really. Is it little? Like that's all bullshit. When you hear people that are like, "Oh, I'm they're, they're go crazy. They're you know these hot chicks out of nowhere just pop out of the sky." I'm like, I want to fuck a little guy. Like, where is that? What <laughs> right, city is right, that? Right. You know, like but you do I never like, experienced it. Like a couple of times. Okay, that's you know? what I'm wondering. That's yeah, what I'm wondering. Yeah, you that's a couple great. Couple times, but it wasn't like you know, it's just. Oh, dude, you're never gonna believe it. Like the hottest wor chick in the world is like my whole life. All I wanted to do is like right. a little guy. You know, now, like, but at the same time, but at the same, same time, you guys do have that convention. 
convention, right? Where convention, it's like, yeah, it was it's wild. like orgy time, right? Yeah, yeah. A lot, of, a lot, of, a lot of little people. I mean, you got to figure. There's a lot of little people that don't. The best part about that is, for like, for a forty-person orgy, you only need one room. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, boy. sorry, uh, sorry. Oh boy. <laughs> Here we sorry. go, Nikito. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> The comedy stars and Nikita. <laughs> 40 person orgy. I'm oh, just a little man trying to keep it real. <laughs> <laughs> I want more. I want more. So bad. I want more. I want more. I want more. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, All right, uh, so I want to talk about one last thing before we finish off. What I think is probably the best episode of A Jew and a Mexican so far. Am I right about this? They've all been good. The Lost episode, which we'll never see the light of day, was, was probably great. our best. The Lost episode was Give our best. Give me some distance and I'll post that one. We, we recorded an episode while I was in the midst of a rather destructive female uh, breakup tornado involving multiple yeah. multiple uh, multiple participants lacks of fathers and uh, names were mentioned and it could never see the light of day given my current situation Wilson this dickhead yeah one he of gets these, over here one of these girls thinks here. they're still involved Wilson comes over here that day he's like I got it I, here's how I know you can you know you can make sure we don't waste any food okay okay here's the new rule I can't call out your shit and you can't call out my shit and I was like that sounds like good Five minutes into, he's like, <laughs> so what is every day? Yeah, yeah, good. Here's your name. Here's your Facebook. Call it. And I'm like, you, we can't use this now. But we went on for another 40 minutes. What was, he, what was he, Jay Leno for the day? What happened with that? No, that's just <laughs> Mex Mexican Jay Leno. <laughs> <laughs> that's George Lopez. <laughs> good, to, good, good to see you. All right, so the last thing I want to talk about is uh, uh, Mr. Nicholas over here has appeared on season it's one. It's Little Nick. It's Nick. <laughs> Nicky Tom. It's, it's, it's Nick to everyone. Nick Novicki. Nicky to old friends. Nick Novicki. Look him up. IMDB him. But Nick did season one and two of Boardwalk Empire. And I want to talk about what the hell that was like, dude. I mean, it was awesome. It was a, it was a great experience. You know, I totally... Uh, Where did it shoot? Where did you shoot your scenes? Uh, well, different all over the city. I shot in... Uh, one episode was in... Wait, Brooklyn. in L.A. or in New no, York? No, all in New York. All okay. in... Like, Boardwalk has to shoot in New York City for tax... Like purposes okay. in the actual city, city one of, of New York. Okay. So I shot in, I've shot in Manhattan, I've shot in Brooklyn, I've shot in, uh, way over by Long Island, or like the Queens area. Mm -hmm. Um. So, but the the sound stage is in Bro Brooklyn, the actual boardwalk. Okay. So it was cool. I mean, I totally. Uh, they. Luckily, is it that uh, Silver Cup Studios or Snyder Studios? No, no. Or? This is uh, this is Steinway. Steinway. That's the, the one. Steinway. It's, yeah, it's the new the the new one. But yeah. They, uh, so basically, uh, yeah, I they remembered me. I did an episode in The Sopranos. They yeah. remembered me. That was, like, that, uh, was the, that was the final season of Sopranos, wasn't it? Uh, technically, yeah. Oh, it yeah, was the second to episode, last. I forgot about that. That episode was where you met uh, Vin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I uh, Vin Vince Vince who plays um, Lucky Luciano in Boardwalk Empire, and he's fucking fantastic. He's an old friend of mine. I did a play with him uh, off Broadway, shit, 2003 or 2004, and knew him and uh, and have stayed in touch. And then. When Nikki did The Sopranos, we were all psyched that that was his episode. But after that, he was in the episode with Vince. He was playing. Yeah, he was, was playing. That was uh, Vince's first kind of big thing too. Right. Yeah, that was Vince's first thing. So then, cut to what? Eight years later, you're on another HBO show with yeah, Vince. Yeah. What so, the hell am I doing, dude? And, uh, you know, but I totally. You know, this goes. You know, I. They asked too. They're like, yeah, we need up. a real boxer, and I totally bullshit. I'm like, yeah, I've been boxing my whole life. You know, meanwhile, I knew nothing about boxing. You're that's good. awesome. So that's good the, for and, you. And I just hired a trainer and just started boxing. But yeah. that's that's the thing, though. Everyone's always like, you know, I was talking to some girl yesterday. There's this big movie, and I'm like, yeah, you know, there's middle-aged women they're looking for. From Texas, you know, work on your Texas assassin. Say you've been playing basketball your whole life, playing a basketball team. Well, I don't play. I'm like, they're no. Who the fuck is gonna challenge you <laughs> to a basketball game? No one's gonna fucking know. You know, like yeah, you're it's not like I walk in the casting and the fucking casting agent's got boxing gloves on. She's like, all right, let's see what you got. You know? Yeah, I mean? let's see. <laughs> prove it. Prove it. Yeah. So you know, you just kind of, you know, I sort of bullshitted my way in. And luckily, it's you know, it worked out in. though for you, brother. Yeah. They got you on the show, and yeah. uh, they oh, got yeah, you that. that. They got you the bonus episode in in season two. Yeah, and they start doing season three uh, next month. Yeah. Any 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 word, any, any, any word any for word you yet? Yeah, I start next month. Oh, you start yeah. next month. That's yeah. great! Yeah. Yay! Not now. officially, not officially. Watch, I put this in. Oh, now they're boy, like, no what kidding. happened? Oh, they fucking cut me out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get a call. They're like, and you're like, oh, they're like, is Nikki tall there? Oh, so did they <laughs> did they put you on hold for it? Basically, they're like, let they, them know they we're gonna start shooting. Availability, right. Basically, but they're so as of now, I'm in. But they Do you know the writing changed. They don't know. They change. They literally, you you don't know. Until the week of, right? What they call you're doing. it. You're doing on Tuesday. You don't see. You don't see the script until the table read, and they make you sign a confidentiality agreement. It says that you know, sure, sure, anything, sure. They'll, you know. 
I, I am a fan of Boardwalk Empire, big fan. Huge and, fan uh, over here. I love it. My favorite and, uh, show right I got to be honest, season two kind of went off the rails and then tried to make up for a whole season's lack of plot in the last two episodes. And boy, did they have a jump the shark moment. Yeah. See, I totally disagree with that. I you thought think? it was a story-rich season with him and the political scandals and everything, and then they finally brought it all back together. I mean, I thought it would end the whole thing with Jimmy and moving him out and then him coming back and having to go over to Ireland. I thought it was great. I, I really did. I thought it was a let's, brilliant let's season. Let's not divulge how the season ends because I'm sure there are people who have It doesn't uh, matter. It aired months ago. If you haven't watched it by now, it's, you're the fucking procrastinator. All right, Spoil, the potential I thought him spoiler shooting alert. Jimmy Dor Dormady was brilliant. Potential spoiler alert. I well, thought that's what had to happen. All right, so spoiler alert, they, they kill him at the, end, at, the at the end of the season. Not, not Nucky. No, Jimmy Dormady. Jimmy, Jimmy. What are they going to do without him, though? He's the, he's the, been no, the that, central I think character. They were, I think they were establishing the fact that the show's about Nucky. Yeah. It's not about Jimmy. Yeah. He was just the arc that they launched the show with. This guy had been doing it for decades before this kid, and this guy's going to do it for decades after this kid. Yeah, you're right. I would like to see more events. I want. I want to know more about Lucky Luciano. I want to know more about Al Capone. I want to see how that came about. That's see, I the think the. I have to say, I think the Luciano guy. I think he's the most cartoonish of them. I think the kid that they have doing Capone is fantastic. Yeah. I think he's great. Luciano makes that same face all the time. Like. Ah, I think he's great. Isn't this the face I'm supposed to make? I'm Lucky Luciano. <laughs> <laughs> You sound like Christopher Guest doing his impression of Lucky Luciano. Eh, I'll take it. <laughs> but, uh, yes, you know, season... I don't know, I watched season two at the same time I was watching Game of Thrones, and Game of Thrones was just... God, the story on that's so good. But that was first season, Game of Thrones. Yeah, well, season two is coming out in April, and they're based on the books, and the books are amazing. That's what I'm reading right now. However, I did... How do you know? You've read all the books? I read book one... And I'm, I'm pretty deep into book two right now. Oh, they're so, so good. So book one is amazing. Oh, they're so good. Book two is amazing. Book two is even more amazing than book one because all the characters are so How do you not yeah. get on Game of Thrones? Well, Seems like there'd be a lot more opportunity for you on Game of Thrones. Well, I mean, there's, there's one there's little person one character. Little person, yeah, but it's a, a fantasy star. world. He's you can put him on. Oh, that's true. I Dinklage. Mean, yeah, he's incredible he's in that role. He's incredible, but it's funny. I, Shouldn't I actually, he have somebody, little buddies? Somebody came up to me and he was like, uh, <laughs> it's genetics. He's not like, you know, we're going to, hey, can you also have a dwarf? You know, it just happens. It's not like you can choose that. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a part of the process, you know, just a genetic thing that happens. But uh, it's funny. Somebody came up to me in New York and was like, uh, so you're on, because um, they're like, yeah, he's on the, the HBO show. And they're like, oh, you're on Game of Thrones. I love that show. I'm like, no, uh, I have a smaller I, part in a different show. And it's not like you don't even look alike. You know what I mean? Like, you guys don't look anything alike. Like, yeah, yeah. like how could they mistake you for Dinklage? You're growing, you know? out, your, you're growing out your, your, your Tyrion Lannister beard right well, now. Well, yeah, I'm trying to look older for this two things this week. So, I'm, you know, I'm in that spot where, you know, he's he's 13 years older than me, too. So, yeah. it's like, you, really? I just jumped into my 40s all of a sudden? Like, how did you, thanks, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's not cool. But he's great. I mean, he's... And I did he make... Is very, he is very good. I did make the mistake, and I only say mistake because I can't stop, I can't put it down, of breaking up in uh, Breaking Bad. Oh, my God. I need to see season three. I love that show. I saw season two, one and two. On I saw season one, liked it, uh, but I haven't been... Oh, my God. That show is on. Well, I'll tell you what happened was Mad Dish, even better, Dish Network, in the middle of the subscription, decided, oh, wait, you know what? Now FX isn't part of your package. Uh, you, know? you don't get FX? And I, right. I, like, in the middle of it, though, like, we were watching... Uh, that and AMC, and we were watching like two shows, and then all of a sudden they just changed up the lineup, and they're like, "Oh yeah, no longer in your package. That you got you got to upgrade." And I was like, "Fuck you." FX is I'm switching. A, they have possibly some of the best programming on television, man. Well, I'm, so <laughs> how did I manage to live? How how am I still breathing? Oh I'm, my god, I missed it all. I'm still wondering that. Okay, this is now <laughs> the official end of episode three of A Jew and a Mexican. My name is uh, Ben Morrison. Catch me at benmorrison.org. Uh, to my left is the Greg Wilson. Catch him at what? TheGregWilson.tv. And uh, get baby wipes because you're going to feel dirty. And to my right is our guest host for episode three, the one, the only. Little Nick, Nicky Tom. Nicky Tom. Nick Novicki. Check me out, nicknovicki.com. All right, a Jew and a Mexican. Stay white. <laughs>